What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. What is going on, friends? Nick Person here. I get the privilege of being one of the pastors here at New Vision, and I am so thankful that you are allowing us to be a part of your daily rhythm. If you're new to this podcast, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read the text in its entirety, and then I'm going to give a couple of takeaways, some things that we can apply to our lives so we can walk differently in light of what was read. And so I'm so glad that you are here. Today I am reading from 1 Samuel chapter 28. We're almost to the end of 1 Samuel and about ready to dive into 2 Samuel. So 1 Samuel chapter 28, it'll be all of the chapter, which is 25 verses, which isn't incredibly too long, so hold on. Then I'll give a couple of insights, and I today am reading from the NIV. So if yours sounds a little different than mine, it's because you're probably reading from a different translation. So here we go, 1 Samuel chapter 28, beginning in verse 1, it says this, In those days, the Philistines gathered their forces to fight against Israel. Achish said to David, You must understand that you and your man will accompany me in the army. David said, Then you will see for yourself that your servant, what your servant can do. Achish replied, Very well, I will make you my bodyguard for life. Verse 3. Now Samuel was dead, and all Israel had mourned for him and buried him in his own town of Ramah. Saul had expelled the mediums and spiritists from the land. The Philistines assembled and came and set up camp at Shinuam, while Saul gathered all Israel and set up camp at Gilboa. When Saul saw the Philistine army, he was afraid. Terror filled his heart. He inquired of the Lord, but the Lord did not answer him by dreams or Urim or prophets. Saul then said to his attendants, Find me a woman who is a medium, so I may go and inquire of her. There is one in Endor, they said. So Saul disguised himself, putting on other clothes, and at night he and two men went to the woman. Consult its spirit for me, he said, and bring up for me the one I name. But the woman said to him, Surely you know what Saul has done. He has cut off the mediums and spiritists from the land. Why have you set a trap for my life to bring about my death? Saul swore to her by the Lord, As surely as the Lord lives, you will not be punished for this. Then the woman asked, Whom shall I bring up for you? Bring up Samuel, he said. When the woman saw Samuel, she cried out at the top of her voice and said to Saul, Why have you deceived me? You are Saul. The king said to her, Don't be afraid. What do you see? The woman said, I see a ghostly figure coming up out of the earth. What does he look like, he asked. An old man wearing a robe is coming up, she said. Then Saul knew it was Samuel. And he bowed down and prostrated himself, his face to the ground. Samuel said to Saul, Why have you disturbed me by bringing me up? I'm in great distress, Saul said. The Philistines are fighting against me, and God has departed from me. He no longer answers me, either by prophets or by dreams. So I've called on you to tell me what to do. Samuel said, Why do you consult me? Now that the Lord has departed from you and become your enemy, the Lord has done what he predicted through me. The Lord has torn the kingdom out of your hand and given it to the one of your neighbors, to David. 
because you did not obey the Lord or carry out his fierce wrath against the Amalekites. The Lord has done this to you today. The Lord will deliver both Israel and you into the hands of the Philistines, and tomorrow you and your sons will be with me. The Lord will also give the army of Israel into the hands of the Philistine. Immediately Saul fell length on the ground, filled with fear because of Samuel's words. His strength was gone, for he had eaten nothing all that day and all that night. When the woman came to Saul and saw that he was greatly shaken, she said, Look, your servant has obeyed you. I took my life in my hands and did what you told me to do. Now please listen to your servant and let me give you some food so you may eat and have strength to go on your way. He refused and said, I will not eat. But his man joined the woman in urging him, and he listened to them. He got up from the ground and sat on the couch. The woman had a fattened calf at the house, which she butchered at once. She took some flour, kneaded it, and baked bread without yeast. Then she set it before Saul with his man, and they ate. That same night, they got up and left. Okay. Woo! Some of you guys are going, the wheels have fallen off. Saul, what is going on in your, your life? Like what, what has happened? How did this anointed one of God fall so far? Wow. It is crazy to see what is going on. Let's first pause in the first part. Verses um, 4 through 7. We see that really the thorn in Israel's side is the Philistines. And here they are again, as we're closing the door on Saul's reign, he is dealing with the same problem he has dealt with, the Philistines. Ultimately, David is going to fight against the Philistines. But as we see at the end of Saul's reign, Saul is still dealing with the Philistines. He is still battling them. And now he is trying to inquire of the Lord, but what does it say? But the Lord did not answer him by dreams or Urim or prophets. Saul said to his attendants, find me a woman who is a medium so I may go and inquire of her. So God is no longer speaking to Saul or answering Saul because his hand has been taken off of Saul. And this is a result of Saul's actions and Saul's disobedience. And notice that he is quick, maybe not quick. He replaces the word of God for a subpar replacement. Now listen, we might look at Saul and go, how, Saul, how dare you go to something lesser than when you're not getting what you want from the Lord? How often do we go to lesser than when we're not getting what we want from the Lord? We go, Lord, I know you will sustain me and fill me, but I'm going to run to my work, my athletics, in the arms of someone else in order to fulfill me because I'm not getting what I want or what I feel like I deserve from you. Hear me, everyone. We as a people are quick to replace the things of God for things that really will not satisfy. Another way to think of it is we replace the quenching waters of the king for the salty water of the enemy and the flesh. We both know it appears to be the same thing, but one makes us more thirsty and one um, really quenches our thirst. Let's keep going. Verses 8 through 11. So he goes and he asks of a medium or someone who practices witchcraft if they could really give him some clarity as to what is going to go on. And he's going, listen, um, if you do this thing for me, I swear to you by the Lord, this is really awkward. So I'm not hearing from the Lord. So I'm going to go to a lesser than answer. And I promise by this same Lord that I will not do what you are afraid of me doing. 
Isn't it interesting how Saul is manipulating God? He's going, well, I will use God in this way, but I won't use him in that way. Listen, God is not one to be manipulated and fabricated into what we want. God is God. God cannot fit into a box and God cannot be molded into the image in which we want him to be. He can't help but be himself. But Saul is trying to go, hey, um, I promise you by the name of the Lord who won't speak to me and I can't hear from that I will not answer you even though I'm walking in disobedience right now. Right now, why would you trust Saul? He's going back on his word. He's seeking out a medium who he was the one who cast them out. And so all of him, he, all of his life, all the evidence of his life is confusion and chaos. And can I just tell you, that's what sin does. It causes sin. It causes chaos and just all kinds of things being out of sorts. Verse 12. This part is really interesting because read this and be like, wait, 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 did this medium call Saul back from the dead? No, 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 no. Hear me. Notice that the medium is surprised that Samuel speaks to her. <laughs> like she's like, oh, and this kind of reveals that she is a farce, that she does not really have any real power. But God allows Samuel to speak into Saul to remind him of what is true. I love how the Lord uses the most unlikeliest of things to reveal himself. And right now he is using this moment with Samuel to speak to Saul. And it goes on to say, Saul goes on and is reminded by Samuel that, hey, this is exactly what I told you. The kingdom has been ripped from your hands like the robe was ripped from you. You and your sons are going to die because you chose your own way. So you chose a lesser than path. So you are getting lesser than things. Everyone, hear me when I say this. We do reap what we sow. Saul has been sowing this, and this is exactly what he reaps. So often we ask for crop failure, right? We reap these seeds of disobedience, and we want it to yield fruits of the Spirit and fruits of God, but it simply cannot do that. Yes, God speaks to us and meets us where we are, but again, because of his actions and because of what he did, this is what he has reaped. Um, another way to think about it is this way. If I go to a buffet and pull up a chair and I eat 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 and I eat, I am going to have a stomach ache. I'm not being punished because I ate so much, but I am reaping what I sowed. I sowed eating too much food for my belly to be able to handle, and now I'm going to reap what I sowed. And that's exactly what happens to Saul. And then in verses 21 through the end of this chapter 25, we see that Saul's going to end his ministry kind of how he began it. He began it with a meal with Samuel where he got anointed as king. But now he's ending his life, the end of his life, with a medium <laughs> um, showing the what he has reaped through his life of disobedience. And it's really a sad picture. My, how the mighty have fallen. So what can we learn from all this? This is a bit of a crazy story, and I get it. I think for me, the thing that I'm learning is that I need to continue to walk with the Lord because I'm not above ending up in a place that I never intended to go by following my own way. Let me say it in a little different way. To, to, to stay in step with the king means I'm going to walk towards what is best. When I choose my own path and my own ways, it will never yield what is best. So today, here's a question you can ask yourself. Is the way I'm walking and the path I'm walking, is it going to yield things of the king 
or things of the flesh. My prayer is that it will yield things of the king. And if you're not walking in that manner, if you're not walking in step with the king, nothing is keeping you from turning, repenting, and walking in a different direction. You don't have to keep going in the same direction. You can have a change of mind, a change of heart, and a change of direction and walk with the king. I pray that we will learn from Saul and not repeat what Saul did. And I hope that we all will recognize that it would be easy to point the finger at Saul, but we are all a step away from being like Saul if we don't stay in step with the king. I hope you will tune in tomorrow as we continue on this journey through 1 Samuel, as we kind of land the plane on 1 Samuel and take off on 2 Samuel. Know we're for you. Know we're with you. Know that we are excited that you are making this daily podcast a part of your life so you can see the king more clearly so that you can better reflect him in your everyday life. We love you and we're for you, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye, everybody. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.